James chapter 5 verses 7 to 11. Be patient, therefore, brothers, until the coming of the Lord. See how the farmer waits for the precious fruit of the earth, being patient about it until it receives the early and the late rains. You also be patient. Establish your hearts, for the coming of the Lord is at hand. Do not grumble against one another, brothers, so that you may not be judged. Behold, the judge is standing at the door. As an example of suffering and patience, brothers, take the prophets who spoke in the name of the Lord. Indeed, we count them blessed who endure. You have heard of the steadfastness of Job, and you have seen the purpose of the Lord, how the Lord is compassionate and merciful. a rotten world. Rich and powerful people oppress you, people you call friends take advantage of you, even brothers and sisters in the Lord annoy you, and on top of that there's a struggle with your own sin. Pride, desires, an unruly tongue, a willful heart. James has been telling us how to handle things like that, but even if you do what he says, they don't go away. The world's still a rotten place. You're going to have to be patient. Are you good at that? When those desires keep coming back to torment you, do you ever get frustrated with yourself and just give in to them? Do you get frustrated when money's short and bills keep landing on the doormat? Do you get grumpy and irritable with Christians who never seem to learn or change? Do you sometimes lose it when they annoy you? Do you get impatient with a world that doesn't treat you like it should? A health service that keeps you waiting for appointments. Shops that don't provide the goods they promised. Tradesmen who try to get one over on you. How are you coping with this broken world you live in? How are you doing with the patience thing? James says you must be patient. Be patient and establish your heart, he says. He means expect hardship so that when it comes you won't be surprised You won't resent it, you won't get angry about it, you won't be thrown by it as if it's something that shouldn't have happened. He means strengthen your heart so that you can stand firm when the hardship does come, ready to endure, ready for the long haul. He means set your resolve not to give in to temptation and sin no matter what. He means put on all that armour God has given you to protect yourself. Live in such a close relationship with God that your faith can't easily be shaken. Is your heart established? Be patient. Establish your heart, says James, and do not grumble against one another. At first glance, that might seem out of place, but I think it's very insightful on James' part. You see, when you're living in less than ideal circumstances, under pressure and frustrated, you do tend to take it out on the people around you. As well as that, your brothers and sisters aren't perfect, but most of us do expect them to be, or at least we expect that they should learn more quickly than they do. 
We have very high expectations of each other and we complain when people don't measure up. Most of us don't have a lot of tolerance for other people's faults. You go out there and mix with unsafe people and it can be a lot easier to get along with them. They're much more tolerant. There aren't those high expectations to live up to. You don't have to look over your shoulder all the time wondering who's judging you. If you annoy them, they'll tell you to wise up and that's the end of it. By and large, they don't hold grudges in the same way. But because we set high standards, we're always judging, always grumbling and always pushing each other to change more quickly. There are churches where Christians feel as if they're on trial all the time and live in fear of each other and it's very unhealthy. In churches like that, there's no help for Christians who aren't perfect. It's okay to want people to be more godly. But we're meant to help each other, not grumble when someone gets it wrong. In Ephesians 4, Paul says, I beseech you to walk worthy of the calling with which you were called, with all lowliness and gentleness, with long-suffering, bearing with one another in love. So, three good things to do. Be patient. Establish your heart. Don't grumble against one another. James has also given us three good reasons to do those things. Farmers can plant their seed and wait patiently through the long wet months for the harvest because they're able to look forward to the harvest. We can be patient because, like the farmer, we too know there'll be something good at the end of it. Jesus is coming. Jesus is coming and we know that when he does, there will be relief from suffering and temptation, relief from everything that's unpleasant. Jesus is coming and we know that when he does, he'd reward those who have been faithful to him. When Jesus comes, we'll say all our troubles were worth it. When Jesus comes, he'll vindicate his people. People might say now that you're stupid for remaining faithful to the Lord. They might accuse you falsely. They might rip you off. They might take advantage of your kindness. When Jesus comes, all that will be put right. When Jesus comes, he'll finish all the work he's started. He'll finish his work in you. You'll be perfect. He'll finish his work in your brothers and sisters. They'll all be perfect too, even the most annoying of them. Remember that the next time you're tempted to grumble about somebody. Jesus is coming, and that's a good reason to be patient. It's also a good reason to establish your heart, and a good reason not to grumble about one another. Jesus is not just coming, he's standing at the door, James says. He could arrive at any time, you won't have to be patient for too long. He could come at any time. You would want to be ready. You don't want him to come and find you bitter, angry, fed up, caught up in sin and grumbling, do you? Jesus is just outside the door, so be patient, establish your heart and don't grumble. Jesus isn't just coming and coming soon. He's coming to judge. So be patient, establish your heart and do not grumble lest you be judged, James says. Be patient, establish your heart, don't grumble about one another, because Jesus is coming, he's coming soon, 
and he's coming to judge. Remember how the prophets endured. Jeremiah preached for over 40 years and saw no response. His own people, the people he preached to, threw him in a pit and left him to die. Can you imagine that? Moses, think of the trials and the abuse he faced. David, he was hounded out of the kingdom and hunted by his own son. And do you remember Elijah, weary, despondent and broken-hearted after that victory over the prophets of Baal, watching for rain when there wasn't a cloud in the sky? Is that the kind of patient endurance with which you face the hardships of life? Is your heart established to face things like they did? Could you do it without grumbling about the people who let you down? Indeed, we count them blessed who endure, James says. Endurance seems hard at the time, but in God's scheme of things, it always brings blessing. Who, apart from the Lord himself, ever endured what Job endured, and God blessed him? Whatever you have to endure will surely bring you blessing too. Remember that. You can be sure of it, because, says James, the Lord is very compassionate and merciful. Be patient. Establish your heart. Don't grumble. Because Jesus is coming. He's coming soon. And he's coming to judge. Remember the prophets. Remember that endurance brings blessing. Remember God is compassionate. Whatever you have to face, face it with patient endurance. Stay strong and do not grumble. For soon... Jesus will come, and when he does, everything is going to be all right.